0: A new year brings the urge to clean and purge. Today, I'm sharing ways to easily refresh and reset your home because that's something to celebrate. Welcome to Something to Celebrate. I'm Amy Wiley, owner of Suburban Soiree. Join me as we celebrate, decorate, organize, host, and make life fun. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Something to Celebrate. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for listening. If you have been enjoying the podcast so far, I mean, I know this episode is just getting started, but previous episodes leading up to today, if this is something you're enjoying, it would mean a lot to me if you would simply text it to a friend or share it on your social media. That is the way this podcast can grow with your help sharing it with your friends. So if you're willing to do that, I really appreciate it. So it's January. Are you cold? Is it cold where you are? It is cold here in Colorado, of course. Not that I necessarily mind because most days you'll find me in comfy warm clothes, under a blanket, heater on, sipping on way too much coffee, and that is just part of January. It's cold, it's more time inside, it's dark. But another part of January is that urge to clean out your home, organize all the things, and generally get your life together in a new year. After all the Christmas decor is put away, it is time to refresh and reset the house. I have a few tricks for making this manageable that I'm going to share with you today, and I'm hoping it will inspire you to spend this cold month sprucing up your home and creating some order in some disorderly spots. We all have them. So let's get started, and listen, this is my tip for just about everything in life that you possibly can, and that is to make it fun for yourself. Do what you can to make cleaning and organizing enjoyable. That means get yourself a good drink, get a nice big cup of ice water, get a Coke, get a coffee, get whatever your thing is and have that by your side as you work. Put on some good music. I love to listen to podcasts as I do tasks like uh, cleaning and organizing. I think it's a great way to distract yourself Also, be sure you wear comfortable, functional clothes. I think workout clothes are good to wear when you are cleaning and organizing because you just feel ready and suited up. And another way to make things enjoyable that you might be dreading and might need a little motivation to get started with is to give yourself a treat. Promise yourself a treat at the end. So maybe it's a trip to Starbucks. Maybe you'll watch a show, take a bath. You get the idea. Give yourself a reward that you will get at the end. So once you are in the mood to clean, you've got your music on, you've got your Coke and your straw and you're ready to go, you've got your workout clothes on, you're ready to tackle it, I suggest you start small. So we often want to clean out our whole house, get everything together, get it all organized. I have that urge all the time, but it's really great if you just start small. Last January, I started with my laundry area. And it's more of a laundry nook than a laundry room. It's definitely not a big spacious room. It's very conveniently located. It's right at the top of our stairs, which means everyone can see all my laundry if the doors are open, but it is a very centrally located spot, but it's small and I need to make the most of the room. So it's kind of a built-in nook closet with folding doors. And it's got my washer and dryer and then above them I've got some shelving that goes up pretty high. I've got two big shelves there. So what I did, I had all kinds of stuff on those shelves. You know, you've got your sewing kit and you've got your detergent and your dryer sheets and extra stuff like light bulbs and toilet paper. I took all of that out. I cleaned it out really well and I got really big wicker baskets from Target. They are no longer available sadly. I have them all over my house. I have them all. That's why they're gone but I got six really pretty large baskets and lined them up very neatly on those two shelves. So I have two rows of three baskets. I've got a basket of Halloween jammies, one of Christmas pajamas, um, actually two of Christmas pajamas because some are for my kids and some are for me. The Halloween one is everyone. Um, I've got a basket where I put kids clothes that will go to consignment. And then I have a basket of boxes of Kleenex and a basket of rolls of toilet paper. So instead of these super cluttery shelves, now I have the sleek look of these six uniform pretty baskets and it looks so much nicer. Let me tell you, that was a huge win. It felt great, I felt accomplished, and it still looks that good to this day. I've been able to keep that up. So once you complete a small manageable project like that, so maybe it's just your junk drawer, maybe it's your silverware drawer in your kitchen, maybe it's a section of your pantry, maybe you just clean out your car. But once you get started and you do a project from start to finish, you will be ready to tackle more projects. So that's a great way to motivate yourself, get all your stuff together, get ready to roll and tackle something you can finish in one day or in one hour or in 15 minutes. Do a small project and that will keep your momentum going. My next tip, and I know, I know because we've talked about it. Some of you do this already. Some of you are completely on board. Some of you do not do this and this will be new to you and it might sound a little crazy, but that is to create a cleaning pattern for your home. I have a pattern I go in for my whole house and then room to room, I have a pattern for that room. And I just find this keeps me from zigzagging around, not knowing where to start, getting distracted, Have you ever, maybe let's say you grab a pile of laundry from one room, you take it into the laundry area, then you see something else that needs to go into the kitchen. You go in the kitchen, you start washing dishes, but then there's a pen and that pen needs to go back in the office and then you just, you feel like you're going all over the place. That takes forever, right? So I have developed a system where I clean my basement first and then my main floor and then my upstairs. And by clean, I really mean pick up um, or organize or clean. Really, so any kind of task in the home, I do in that pattern. I know some people like to start at the front door and work their way back. Some people like to do like the main living areas that everyone will see and then, you know, leave bedrooms for last. That's sort of how mine naturally works out. If you have a pattern that makes you have a rhythm to it it makes sure you cover all the areas and it just gives you some purpose. Some people will always tell you go up to down, left to Right. I do it a little bit differently because of the way my home is configured. So I have my pattern for the different floors of our house. So for instance, in my kitchen, I have a little pattern where I start at one end of the counter and work my way around the room. And so I do that day to day when I'm picking up, when I'm deep cleaning, and when I clean and purge and organize, I use the same patterns. So if you've never thought about your home in that way, give it a try. It is interesting and I find it takes some of the mental load off of knowing where to start. You just follow your little pattern and clean everything in your path. Let's take a little break and then I have a couple more tips for you. Valentine's Day is coming soon and my new tea towels are a sweet way to celebrate. It's a collection of four different designs including a personalized option. They are full of love and, of course, a little sass, too. Tea towels are the kind of decor you can use year after year. They also make a darling gift for a friend, teacher, or neighbor. Head to the link in the show notes to shop my new Valentine's Day tea towel collection. Brighten your kitchen with a little bit of love. So you're ready to get after it and really attack the house. Get some things organized, get some things purged and under control. And often, everyone's first instinct can be to go out and buy lots of containers. You want to go to Target or the container store and get all the bins and labels and signs and drawer dividers before you start. I've been there too. That is definitely a fun part of the whole experience of organizing. However, I urge you to buy containers last. It's so much better to wait until you've decluttered, cleaned out, wiped it down, measured carefully, and know exactly what you need so you can buy the exact containers and labels and things you need to hold exactly what you want where you want it. It's much more satisfying that way. It's a bigger payoff, so I suggest you definitely plan on buying containers. If you need any, buy them last. So speaking of decluttering, this is a great time to get rid of things you no longer need or use or want or have space for that have been outgrown or are broken or damaged. It's time for them to go. I'm a big fan of donating what you don't need. I know a lot of people like to think that you could sell things and you could get money for that. And maybe if you have a super tight budget and you really need that extra money, I think that is a good strategy, but it can take so long with very little payoff, you really want to weigh that. So if you have something you think you could sell for a decent amount of money and that you think you could sell super quickly, I would try to sell it. If not, I say donate it. Give it to someone who could use it or give it to someone who could benefit from selling it at a thrift store or something like that. And I will give you two suggestions of places that I like to use for donating all kinds of items. My favorites are The Salvation Army, which I spoke about during one of the Christmas episodes. I love the work of The Salvation Army and there is a location near my house with a drive-through where you can actually drive through and just unload things out of your car. It's super simple and I have done that often. I also really like pickupplease.org. This is the Vietnam Veterans of America, but it's super easy to go onto their website and schedule a pickup at your home. So what you do is you just tell them about how many items you think you'll have, what types of items you choose a date and then you tell them, I'll leave them by the garage or on the porch. You let them know where they will be and they just come by and get them. And a bonus of this is that if you schedule this, you can rarely schedule it like the next day, you have to schedule it a little bit out and that gives you a deadline of getting some things cleaned and purged because you have that pickup coming. So I definitely encourage you to donate things, get them out, move along, be done with them. So here's an example. We recently had some new to us furniture come our way thanks to my parents who are moving and we took their living room furniture, which meant my current living room furniture was on the way out. So I had several items that I felt were a little worn, not perfect. I didn't feel great about selling them. I felt like it would be better just to pass them on and donate. So that's what I did. I donated everything except for one sofa, a sofa that I was very proud of and I loved, and it was in great condition, barely used and I got a nice price for it and it went to someone who is very happy to have it so it was worth taking the time to sell that one sofa that was in really good condition and brought a good price but it was not worth trying to sell the other items for very little money it was better just to pass them on and I found someone who would come and pick them up so there you go My next tip is to schedule resets for your home, both big and small. This is something that professional organizers talk about a lot. And I have adopted this in my home and I've developed my system over time. And so this would be a great thing to work on putting in place for your home in the new year. The idea is to have routines that mean your home will get put back together on a regular basis. My examples, I do a nightly reset. I've talked about that on Instagram before. I try to pick up the kitchen, wipe down the counters, run the dishwasher. I go around the first floor of our home and, you know, put pillows back, put things away. Of course, if people in my home are serious offenders of leaving lots of stuff out, I will have them put away their own things. But usually it's just me going around, fluffing the house, putting it back together before bed. And that feels really great to wake up in the morning with a put together main floor. I also run my little stick vacuum which I love my stick vacuum and often I do my steam mop on the floors as well and this is when I am listening to music or a podcast and winding down for the night and I just pick up downstairs clean the floors and it's really nice. I will link up my vacuum and my steam mop because I get a lot of questions about those a lot of people ask me for those links since I mentioned it here I will link those for you. I also do a monthly reset. I uh, clean my dishwasher, disposal, and washing machine with a fresh. Those are great products. And I replace light bulbs. And by that, I mean, I ask my husband or my son to replace light bulbs for me. It's good to just go around and see which ones need replacing. You can also make sure the bathrooms are stocked. That's something I do. It just helps keep things from getting out of control if you have regular rhythms of going around and making sure things are in place. I also have a quarterly list, but I just encourage you to develop routines that prevent things from getting too out of control. It will never get so far gone if you have a nightly, monthly, quarterly system of taking care of a few things. My last tip, and this one takes the burden off of you and puts it onto others, that is if you live with other people delegate often we feel like we have to do everything ourselves that we are the only ones who know how to do it correctly but really we should be asking for help delegate where you can I find that this is constantly evolving with kids because they get older and older and older and you forget they can do more things so pass jobs on to them enlist help and you will benefit even if it takes a little training and motivation and coaching to get that going Any kind of organizing, cleaning, purging that you can pass on to others is great. Let's take a little break and I'll be back with the three things I'm loving this week. Are you obsessed with holidays? Are you a planner? Do you make all the lists? I think half the fun of things like holidays, parties, movie night, and trips is the planning. Personally, I enjoy jotting down ideas and brainstorming ways to have fun as a family or to entertain friends and family in our home. If you're that way too, I've created the ultimate printable tool for you to store all those lists, ideas, and doodles in one spot. The Seasonal Celebration Planner. It's not a calendar, but rather a customizable, printable way to keep track of all your fun plans. So you print it out, printing as many copies as you need of different elements and put them in a three ring binder. Then you get out your colorful pens and creativity and fill it with all those memory-making things you want to do. It's 57 pages, including colorful monthly cover pages to use as dividers, a sheet for each month customized to the seasons, pages for birthdays, parties, trips, a tablescape planner, porch planner, menu planner, plus pages for holidays, everything from Christmas to Cinco de Mayo to Father's Day, plus so much more. Once you download, it's yours to print as many times as you like, year after year. Head to the link in the show notes to purchase this instant download and start planning today with your seasonal celebration planner. So I hope you enjoyed my tips on getting your house cleaned and purged and organized and whipped into shape after the crazy holiday season. I want to hear how it goes for you. If any of these tips stick for you, please let me know because I would love to hear that. Okay, now for three things I am loving this week. As always, they will be linked up for you. The first one, y'all, I'm just, I've already exposed a lot of my nerdery on this podcast and this episode in particular, but this will just take that a little bit further. I treated myself recently to new sheet pans and baking sheets. I had a set of three different size baking sheets and they were fine, but they would sort of warp in the oven when they would get hot, they would sort of like get out of shape. And I just finally said, you know what, I'm done. So I treated myself to a set of really nice sheet pans that are great quality because I use them so often to roast vegetables, to bake things pretty much, you know, I use them every day. So I figured it was time to upgrade. I got a three quarter sheet pan, a half sheet pan, two quarter sheet pans and a jelly roll pan and I am really loving them so I'm linking them up you know when you're doing the decluttering and refreshing and kind of getting things in order I always find a few things that I say it's time to refresh or update or replace and that was my sheet pans this time so I'm over here just living it up with my new sheet pans it's so exciting let me tell you The second thing is in preparation for Valentine's Day. I found a super cute set of pajamas that I'm really excited about. They are gray with red hearts. I think they're super cute. And I ordered the women's set, but I really debated ordering the men's set. The women's set is cotton and short-sleeved. The men's set is flannel and long-sleeved. It's pants and a shirt, a button-down. I looked and the women's sizes are sold out a little bit. They don't have all of the sizes. They do have some sizes left. The men's are fully available. So I will link both the men's and the women's because I think you could wear the men's and you would be super cute if you want to have some fun winter Valentine's pajamas. Lastly, we had a week of remote learning here. My kids have been in person this school year, but we did have a week of remote learning after Christmas break. And that meant I was back on duty as the short order cook, which I don't mind, uh, especially in small doses. But we had developed a little bit of a breakfast sandwich addiction this school year. And I started making them at home because we were driving through either McDonald's or Starbucks too often and spending too much money on them. So I decided to make a home version And for this week of remote learning, I bought a set of egg rings so that I could make perfectly round cooked eggs in a skillet for their little breakfast sandwiches. And they just work super well. And if that's something your people like or that you think you would like to make yourself for breakfast, I will link those up because they just, they work well. I've used the ones I got on an English muffin to make the sandwich and it's just been good. That's all for today. Next week, I'm going to be talking to you about my Crazy for Christmas challenge, which starts up later this month. Until then, happy organizing and keep celebrating. Thank you so much for listening. I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and I truly appreciate your five-star reviews.